Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Well, I'd like to start by putting it in context, if that's okay. It's, um, it came about because uh, it's our six. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Tiaith anniversary this year, and uh, when I say we, I mean Cork Art Society, which was founded in 1963. And we now trade as Labatt Gallery, and that's what everybody would know us as. But we looked at um, ways in which we could mark the 60th anniversary that highlighted what we've contributed to the arts in Cork over those 60 years. And one of the things that struck me uh, was the um, the long-term um, awarding of the Student of the Year Award, uh, which started in 1967. And its first recipient was the sculptor John Burke, who later went on to uh, teach at the Crawford College of Art and Design. And um, the, the honour kind of role of the Student of the Year awarded by Cork Art Society includes many artists who, you know, a lot of people would know in Cork. But three names jumped out at me and they were Vivian Roach, Eilish O'Connell and Maud Cotter, uh, three of Cork and Ireland's um, most well-known sculptors and who all went to the Crawford College of Art and Design at around the same time in the 1970s. So it's it struck me as an excellent opportunity to highlight the contribution that this award has made to the arts in Cork and Ireland over the 60 years, but also to highlight the practices of these three um, fantastic artists. So that's how it came about. So hence the name, um, Taking Form Students of the Year 1973 to 77, and then the, the artists' names, um, because we wanted to really make the exhibition about that context, the 70s, Student of the Year Award and what these three artists were doing at that time. And um, yeah, that's that's it in a nutshell. Um, Sarah, as the art historian, would um, probably be able to fill you in a bit more on the significance of the three individual artists and 
uh, their shared kind of um, moment in the Crawfords. So um, I'll let her cover a bit about that. Yeah, thanks, Brian. I think what was really exciting for me as somebody who is, you know, studying Irish sculpture is the fact that this exhibition allows us to pinpoint this moment, which is of real significance to Irish art practice, um, which is this kind of this moment where there's this incredibly dynamic and innovative approach to sculpture that's coming out of the sculpture department at the Crawford College of Art and Design, or the MTU Crawford College as it now is. Um, and the Lavitt or the Cork, Cork Art Society recognises the potential of these three really young graduates who would go on to kind of bring about this renaissance in Irish sculpture and who continue to do so through their 50 years of practice. And tell me about Maud Cotter, Eilish O'Connell and Vivian Roach. When you approached them to tell them that it was their work was going to, to make up this exhibition, what was the reaction like? Well, I was delighted that they were they were very supportive. I, I first thought uh, because they're such big names and they have their own separate practices and they, w- they wouldn't be uh, known to collaborate with each other at all. Um, so I, I was nervous that they mightn't like the idea at all. But I think they got behind the project in terms of the spirit of it, which was to kind of celebrate that particular moment when they were emerging. And I think they they got on board with the kind of archival element of it and the looking back and revisiting and the reminiscing. So it's, it's kind of turned into something that they wouldn't be used to doing, which is um, showing material that has never been shown. Um, so things from their student years, archival material, early sculptures and um, maquettes, for example, of famous kind of public sculptures they would have done. So we kind of tackled it very differently to other exhibitions that they'd be used to being in. And I think that appealed to them. Um, so it is um, there's an element of the project which is very like uh, this is your life. We're kind of um yeah, um, forcing them to reminisce about things and recount um, things that were happening at the time. And it's fascinating to bring all this stuff to light. Um, and we hope that during the project, a lot of these stories will be recorded during um, programs of events that we hope to to run. So it's kind of a way of having a deep dive into their practices at this time as students and also what was happening in the college and in Cork at the time. So I think I think they, they they get it and they were very supportive of the idea and they've been very generous with their time and sharing a lot of this um, material with us. So, um, yeah, I think they're delighted to be involved. And Sarah, I suppose they, they once were students themselves. And so how like they must inspire the students of today to see how far they've come. Now they're coming back in to for this <laughs> exhibition. So it's, they're great inspirations for the students of today. Absolutely. I think um, obviously one of the things that the uh, visitors to this exhibition will be able to see is how kind of incredibly skilled in terms of making each of these artists are. But also, um, as this exhibition shows, really, as Brian was saying, very rarely seen early work up until contemporary work. Maud Cotter has made this stunning piece that responds very specifically to the architecture of the Lavitz. It's a brand new work specifically for the show. And I think what will be, I think, uh, inspiring to students now is to see the ways in which these artists are still asking big questions about sculpture, about what sculpture can do now, about the the nature of form, about how we experience space, about, you know, maybe the kinds of things that sculpture can do that other art forms can't. So that's going to be an incredible opportunity. 
There's an opening reception at the end of this month, the last day of the month, the 31st of August. What will that entail for that opening night? Um, well, the normal run of events is we're open from half five to 7.30 for the opening and there will be speeches and we'll celebrate the moment as we normally do. Um, it's going to be interesting with all of the uh, sculptures in the room and hopefully we'll have a big crowd and we'll have to um, navigate all of these um, sculptures as we, we mill around. But I, I suspect the event will attract a very well-informed uh, art audience, as well as curious members of the public. Um, we hope that during this exhibition we'll be able to um, help make these important Cork artists um, household names. So we're hoping that through interviews like this, for example, that we really bring them to attention to the public and we get um, other people at the opening, as well as the, the loyal um, gallery-going audience and art fans um, a lot of their sculptures are around the city and visible. So it's um, it's going to be interesting to hear and see the public, um, you know, become aware of who these people are, the people behind the, the sculptures. So I think the opening will be really interesting mix of people. And we're really looking forward to it. And then for people who maybe can't make that opening night, how long is it open for? And, and what kind of times can people pop by? We're open Tuesday to Saturday, uh, 10.30 to 6, and the exhibition runs until the 21st of October. Uh, We will have uh, scheduled exhibition tours, uh, for example, um, on Culture Night, uh, which is on the 22nd of September. Myself and Sarah will be giving two guided tours at 7 and 8 o'clock. And of course, Culture Night is free. So that's one opportunity to learn more about the exhibition. We will be scheduling other exhibition tours led by myself during the run of the exhibition. And there will be other important um, events, uh, such as d- discussion events and a couple of lectures as well, which we'll announce um, at the beginning of the run of the show. Brilliant. And for you personally, I suppose, working as curators on this, you know, it must be, you must be a proud moment to, to be able to bring this all together. And as you say, bring these uh, artists' names into the homes of the people of Cork. Absolutely. Think, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Sarah, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Um, the pleasures of Zoom. Um, it's been really exciting for me personally. I mean, the generosity that um, both Maud and Vivian and Eilish have offered us in terms of giving us access to, you know, rarely seen, really early work. And I think within this very concentrated show, people will be able to see this kind of development of very distinct um, visual languages or artistic languages. And for me, as a researcher into sculpture, it's been hugely exciting to see, for example, one of Alicia O'Connell's very, very early finished sculptural works and then see that in comparison with the maquette for reed pod, which is one of the most monumental um, sculptures in Cork City, 44 foot high beaten copper and steel um, monolith on uh, Laps Key. So for people to be able to join the dots, for me as a scholar to be able to join the dots between these these early works and kind of the, the works that we're familiar with has been really exciting. And for me, I think, um, like when I was looking at this list of artists that had gone through the process of being awarded Student of the Year and saw the three names, um, yeah, I, I was I was very excited at the very idea of having the show. And then I got the backing of our board of directors to kind of make it happen. And we're kind of stepping outside our comfort zone. Uh, Lava Gallery is a not-for-profit uh, gallery and a charity. And 
generally we we sell art to cover our costs and we're we were set up to promote an appreciation of art in cork and we do that we, we survive basically by commission on sales so to do anything that includes work say for example that is borrowed from collections or is from private collections that is for sale it's kind of overextending ourselves a little bit but we think it was worth doing this for to mark the occasion of the 60 years and to celebrate these three artists so i i'm delighted to be able to do it and to have the support of the board to do it um, and it's also a double length run normally we turn over exhibitions every three and a half weeks so it's gonna be really nice to settle in to this exhibition and to have events around it and to engage with the public and the press throughout the run of the show so i'm looking forward to that it's also great to learn more about the artists like sarah has said like sarah studies uh uh, this subject but for me as somebody that works in the arts to learn more about artists to this extent and to really see the behind the scenes stuff the archive stuff is really exciting I'm a big fan of archives and seeing what people have stored and kept in their in their their own collections and it's been fascinating to be mm-hmm. uh, to see this stuff so um, yeah it's really exciting we'll only be showing a, a selection of what we've been able to see obviously because it's it's not possible to show at all but um, yeah, we're excited um, to share that material. And I suppose finally, just for those who might not be aware where Lava Gallery is, uh, where would you kind of pinpoint it on the map for, for people to know? Well, it's on Once for Key, directly over uh, Clark's Bridge. And for people that aren't familiar with those names, if you're in front of the courthouse, but you're back to the courthouse and you go down that side street over the bridge and the original social welfare office is on your right, then uh, Lava Gallery is straight ahead of you there in a a 19th century grain store uh, building with blue, win- bright blue turquoise windows and doors on it. So it's very distinctive once you go across the bridge. Um, for those inclined and want an air code, it's T12E26D. Brilliant stuff. Thank you so much for your time this morning and best wishes with the exhibition and enjoy. Thank you so much. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Thanks a million.